Hail and well met, everybody. Welcome to Geek Thyself, a show by nerds, for nerds, who love geeking out over random facts and esoteric trivia. My name is Heather. I'm Russell. And we'll be your hosts for this journey through the wondrous land of information. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Geek Thyself. Uh, sorry, Hello. our episode's a little late, unfortunately, yeah. with the holidays and visitors coming in from out of town and all of that fun craziness. Russ and I got a little behind. Yeah, it's definitely out of town visitors mm-hmm. from very far out of town. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we were looking through uh, our episodes from last year and we did a couple of things on Chris Columbus and Indigenous Peoples Day, mm-hmm. but we didn't actually cover Thanksgiving as itself. Yeah, not um, exactly. We talked about who the pilgrims were, but we didn't talk about Thanksgiving as a whole, although we have done yeah. previous years. Because there's not really that, any November holidays in England except for Guy Fox Day. Yeah, that's really the only one which we covered as well last year. Because mm-hmm. I think the episode like aired on the fifth. I think that's that was why we covered it. Yeah, we did that on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Uh, remember, so we, remember we, the fifth of November. Yeah, we get fireworks and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you get your fireworks in July. Yes. And yeah, we get ours in November because we we don't celebrate independence because. We don't. We don't have it <laughs> <laughs> because you um, didn't break away from yourselves yet. Although we threatened to do it a couple times. I mean, apparently, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I guess so, technically yeah. Scotland and Ireland did. I mean, that that uh, Ireland definitely did. Scotland still wants to. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but that's not the topic, and that's way too political for 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 me. I don't uh-huh. like talking about that at all. No, I um, agree. So no, we're going to talk about something I don't know anything about. We're going to talk about Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, because like we just said, I don't have this. Um, the only thing I know is that it's on the last Thursday of the of November. Yes. And I've also just discovered that you break a wishbone from a turkey. And I wasn't <laughs> sure what that meant. Yep. The closest approximation I have to that would be uh, a cracker, which if you're in the US, that probably means you don't know what that is. Uh, It's essentially a cardboard tube, which has two ends, and in the middle there's a a strike fuse, so when when two people pull on the ends, there's a pop when it comes apart, and then the side, which is the bigger side, has like a terrible joke and a random... A little kid's toy. Yeah, a little kid's toy, like a spinning top or a tiny puzzle or something. And usually a paper crown, right? Yes, and a paper crown. Uh, A good place to see it would be in one of the Christmas episodes of Doctor Who, because... Yeah, because they always have Yeah, they they covered it in that. So that's what they're like, and yeah. Yeah, That's about the closest thing I can can equate (laughs) to it. And I've got to be honest, it's a bit weird. It's a bit weird. Yeah, I mean, for anyone who's from America like me and is having trouble picturing this, basically it's a, like, toilet paper roll cardboard tube that's been wrapped in wrapping paper and done up to look pretty. And then there's stuff in the middle. Yeah. Just in case you're you're trying to picture what it looks like, that's a good visual. And then, like I said, there's a popper inside, so Mm -hmm. when it pulls apart, there's a a bang. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, they're definitely so. f- fun. I've done one once or twice because, you know, we've discussed before my family was from – my dad's family was from England. So mm-hmm. yeah. I, I'm familiar with crackers. Um, I will say crackers are less morbid than breaking a clavicle bone out of a dead bird. <laughs> I mean, wh- whatever floats your boat, I guess. Yeah. Um, so for this episode <laughs> – Um, We decided to talk about some Thanksgiving traditions, and it's probably going to be a lot of me explaining to Russ why these things exist, because he doesn't have them over there. (laughs) All right, so now I've got to find the page you linked me to. Oh, okay, Mm -hmm. good. Okay. So it's got 10 here. Yes, so this is the top 10 Thanksgiving traditions in the U.S. um, from a website. (laughs) And I looked over them, and I do agree with them, honestly. I think these are probably the most common Thanksgiving traditions that people have. I'm sure there's people who have different ones, but I do think it's the most common ones. Sure. Um, Well, if there's ten, it would make sense to take it in turns, I guess. Sure. Um, Um. (laughs) Well, I'm going to start with... uh, I'll I'll let you talk about the wishbone. So, uh, okay. the first one is... uh, that's my cat making noise. Thank the, you, Mowgli. Yeah. Appreciate it. Um, the first one is watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Um, so this one is definitely a tradition. Oh, my God, cat. Really? <sighs> <laughs> oh, we love cats. Uh, well, Heather is dealing with cat troubles. I'm just going to say I have heard of the Macy Day Parade. But only in context to uh, a couple of song titles. And I'm not entirely sure what the Macy Day Parade is for. Uh, now I just need to wait for Heather to put her headphones back on. Oh, he's such a cat. Uh, he yes. didn't like that my office door was closed. Okay. Uh, well, you're going to just uh, said that. Uh, I have heard of the Macy Day Parade in terms of like song titles. But I don't know anything about it. <laughs> Okay, so the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, um, it started a really long time ago. I'm actually not sure how long ago. I'm going to look that up right now because I didn't look that up before we started recording. I didn't um, know about it before we started recording. So the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade um, started in 1924. Ooh. Um, and it is an annual parade that's held in New York City. And it's the world's largest parade at this point. Although with COVID, who knows if that's still going to be the case as much. But um, it does say it is going to occur on the 25th. I mean, there you go. But it's known for being huge. Yeah. And it goes, I can't remember what roads it goes down. Um, It's held in Manhattan and it ends outside of... Macy's in Herald Square, which is like one of the oldest Macy's buildings. What is Macy's? Macy's is a department store. Okay. Um, Macy's is a department store and it's a, it's a big department store chain across the U S it's huge. It's a U.S. based department store. And, um, the Macy's in Herald Square is the flagship Macy's department store. So it was like their big first one. Um, and it's Um, one of their it's one of their older ones, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. The, but it's the kind a, of equivalent I'm getting is like uh, in the UK, in London, Oxford Street, there would be the original HMV. 
that kind of thing. Yeah, or like Harrods or something, something big. Okay. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, a, a big I, chain I, I, that's I, everywhere. I'm, yeah. I'm uh, yeah, um, I'm, I'm uh, looking at some of the images for the things. I'm like, I do recognize some of these. Uh, the blimps. Um, yes. That's what they're called. They are called blimps. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thirty fourth Street, I think, is the main street they go down, but okay. they, um, which is why it's Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Oh. That makes sense. That's a great movie. <laughs> because it, Miracle on 34th Street, the department store is Macy's. Oh, it is. Oh. <laughs> it makes so much sense now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, so, wow. okay. the big okay. Thanksgiving Day parade, there's always a lot of floats. There's always a lot of people. Oh, that's what they call floats, not blimps. Well, no, there's both. So oh, they're both? F- floats are the, like, um,. Like the the parade boats, like the the things that people ride on. Oh, okay. Are called floats. Yeah, okay. I've seen like some of those like Disney kind of things as yes, well. Yes, exactly. Those are floats, and then there's the balloons, the gigantic, huge balloons that are up in the air. Also, gotcha. They're known for having both, and there's always a lot yeah. of people. There's usually performances. It's televised. It's this huge thing, and it's a big family tradition for a lot of people to sit and watch the parade. Um, it's one of those things too, where like, even if you're not actively watching the parade, it's not uncommon for families to have the parade kind of going in the background on a TV in case anybody wants to stop and watch it, you know? Okay. So just something that's always kind of on, on that day. It it could be. It depends on your family and your particular traditions. Um, in my family, for example, we don't watch the parade we don't but it's a thing like i know the parade's a thing and i know other families watch it we just don't it's never been a thing for us all right so number two as heather already said is break the wishbone for good luck Mm -hmm. and like we already talked about i didn't know what that meant i was like break the wishbone why are you breaking people's bones (laughs) and then i was corrected in the it's apparently a part um of the turkey's lower abdomen uh, no, it's actually the turkey's clavicle. Oh, the clavicle? Did I misread that? Mm-hmm. So the the wishbone is technically the turkey's clavicle bone. Um, and then we actually... Oh, base of the sternum. Yeah. Gosh, okay. We looked right. up online okay. because we were trying to figure out why it became a tradition. And a bunch of sources said that it started in Rome or like okay. Itali- Italy, like ancient times, that they would break chicken bones for good luck. Um, which makes me wonder if maybe it was like some sort of fortune telling thing they were doing. Maybe uh, I wouldn't know much about it, but we didn't look into it that much. <laughs> but well, I thought that was I interesting. Mean, so, is this something that you do, or like is this again another thing that's just some people don't do? I mean, uh, yes and no. It de- uh, th- like with any tradition for any holiday, it depends on your particular family because there's going to be certain things that people do and certain things that people don't do. Like, I'm sure there's probably families out there who have people in them that are really sensitive to sounds or have like PTSD or something that don't okay, do crackers. Yeah. That would make a lot of sense, yeah. You know, so it's the same thing over here. There's going to be people who do things and people who don't. Um, I will say I have done the wishbone before. I haven't done it in a long time. I did it more when I was a kid because my brother and I thought, you know, that it was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, Um, My brother and I were also a little dark and morbid sometimes as children. Still are sometimes. I Um, mean, nothing wrong with that. (laughs) 
All right. So, but um, yeah, breaking breaking the wishbone, you have to let it dry out. You can't do it right out of the turkey. Um, there's all this stuff like usually it gets taken either taken out or cooked in the bird, and then when you carve the turkey and cut it up, you take out the clavicle and let it dry, and then later you break it. And whoever gets the bigger half is the one that ends up with the good luck. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It is, it, you know, I never thought it was weird until you were like, why the heck are they doing that? And then I realized it is kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely an odd thing. But, I mean, no, no more odd than, like, carving pumpkins, I guess. Like, I guess, still... well, the carved pumpkins with faces were supposed to ward off evil spirits, I think. Oh, really? I didn't know that. But that, that I, I could see that being a thing. That's, I think so. I'd have to look again and look up my Halloween traditions. It's been a while. Fair enough. So, next one, fairly standard. Take it away. Oh, um, no. Looking, so... looking at the cat. Looking at the cat. <laughs> the next oh, tradition is eat a traditional Thanksgiving meal. Um, this one, I think every family might have a slightly different tradition on what their meal is. Cause like, I know there are some people who don't eat Turkey. Um, but usually like the stereotypical traditional Thanksgiving meal, you're going to have a roast Turkey with cranberry sauce and stuffing and mashed potatoes and gravy. Um, depending on the family, you might have sweet potatoes or green bean casserole. It just depends and almost always you have pumpkin pie for dessert. Um, that's pretty okay. pretty much a traditional Thanksgiving meal. Um, there's probably reasons behind every one of those things. I do know that um, one of the previous years when we did Thanksgiving history and like the real Thanksgiving kind of thing, um, one thing that came up was that they probably didn't have turkey at the original I remember, I remember us talking about that, Thanksgiving yeah. meal that it was most likely that they had like venison roasts and stuff like that because it would have been easier to get if they did have a bird it was probably pheasant and not turkey um, because pheasants would have been more present in the area as opposed to wild turkeys mm-hmm. um, pumpkin pie is very traditional like if, if you have Thanksgiving you have a pumpkin pie like that's Again, there's probably some houses that don't do that. But in general, that's like the traditional Thanksgiving dessert. Um, My guess would be that that started at some point because pumpkins are so prevalent and in such high quantities this time of year. Um, So it was very easy to have that become the traditional thing. Uh, And stuff like that. Cranberry sauce tastes amazing with turkey. Stuffing is delicious. Um, mashed potatoes i mean that's very staple hearty foods um i will say depending on your household if you're not having turkey there's a lot of families that'll do like a roast of some kind so like roast beef or maybe a ham or something like that it depends on what type of food people like because like i know mike's family um my husband when we go to his family's thanksgiving they don't usually do turkey or they'll do like a small turkey and something else because some of his relatives don't really care for poultry. Sounds reasonable. Uh, so, what would be the difference in a Thanksgiving traditional meal and a Christmas meal? Because they sound very similar. So, it depends <laughs> on your family. Yeah, like because cause turkey's a big thing on both of them, right? 
it can be. Um, a lot of the traditional, I do feel like a lot of traditional imagery of Christmas has people having a turkey. Um, but it's, it's one of those things where like, yes, a turkey's kind a turkey because it's so big and it's I think it used to be at one point kind of an expensive type of large bird and like one can feed so many people so it kind of became this traditional like large home cooked meal type of thing um but there's a lot of families mine included who instead of doing turkey for Christmas will do like a pot roast not a pot roast a like a prime rib roast or something um instead of turkey um there's also a lot who do turkey i mean they are a full month apart thanksgiving and christmas so it's not like having turkey back to back you know it's not like you eat turkey for an entire month but oh no i didn't mean like that it's just they like the traditional sort of look like on sort of shows and stuff Mm -hmm. like they're very similar i was wondering if there was actually like a distinct difference like i suppose the pumpkin pie would be the biggest difference then i mean maybe Yeah, probably mm-hmm. the pumpkin pie. I imagine Christmas dessert is not necessarily always pumpkin pie. Um, you can still get pumpkin pie at Christmas, but there's it's not like the dessert. Um, yeah, I mean, Christmas dinner and Thanksgiving dinner, honestly, depending on your family, could be basically the same. I think it just depends on what your particular family does for their traditions. Um, but like a lot of the side dishes are going to be the same again depending on what you guys decide to cook it just depends on your family i think if it's definitely i would agree with you that in like media they're portrayed very similarly in terms of what you have at the meal they're very traditional like this is a big family meal holiday celebration kind of dishes so i think they're the ones that get portrayed because it's easy sure that makes sense all right Mm -hmm. so the next one we've got Okay, uh, I wouldn't. Nec- I don't know if I would call this a tradition. I call this more a consequence. <laughs> but it's um take a nap, uh, a midday nap, and I know that definitely after like Christmas dinner and stuff like that. Oh, hello, Mowgli. Nah, no, uh, yeah, definitely after. I was on the dog. Uh, definitely after like Christmas dinner and all kind of thing. You do really like the couch just looks really comfy. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly it's like five in the in the evening, and you've got like an hour before Doctor Who starts, or is that just me? <laughs> um, um, so, yeah, yeah so um, the the yeah, nap. I, 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 Go ahead. Yeah, the nap is more of a consequence than a tradition, but it definitely happens. I will say there is that. Um, uh, the other thing too, and it actually it mentions it in the article, and I think most people nowadays know it. But turkey has a a chemical in it called tryptophan. It's an amino acid, and it has very high levels of tryptophan. And tryptophan helps release chemicals like melatonin in your system, which makes you sleepy. The other thing is, and this isn't mentioned in the article, but I do know this from my biochem classes and whatnot back in college, Um, your body, everyone's heard of like fight or flight response. So the opposite of fight or flight, if your brain is like in the opposite mode, is called rest and digest. Um, or at least that's like the short term you learn in anatomy classes and stuff. Um, yeah, and let me see if I can remember. So yes, that's what I was remembering correctly. So you have 
your nervous system, it has um, two different versions. You've got like your parasympathetic nervous system, which is what kicks in when you're in rest and digest. So that's the one that kicks in when you like, like you just ate because you just ate the nervous system moves more of your blood to your stomach and intestines and everything to digest and soak up the nutrients from the food you just ate. And it puts you into rest and digest mode. There's more blood to those areas. So the rest of your body doesn't have as much present. It's why you get sleepy. Some of the sluggish sluggish and just really tired. Right. More of the blood is getting sent to that area. Whereas your sympathetic nervous system kicks in when you have your fight or flight response during stressful situations. So basically what happens is the tryptophan and all the food help your rest and digest parasympathetic nervous system kick in and you get really tired. Sure. All right. Fair enough. Uh, I think that's the next one done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Yay. So college biology classes. Yeah. Okay. So we're on number five now, which is your one. Then we'll go on pyramid roll. <laughs> Sounds good. Poor Russ is going to be editing all sorts of animal sounds out of this episode, y'all. <laughs> round of applause for Russ on the editing. Oh, I don't need, I don't need that, but thank you. <laughs> My animals oh, tonight. Oh boy. So, um, number five, and this one, I. <laughs> My dog just yawned at me. Apparently, I'm boring. Uh, um, <laughs> number boring. five is share what you're thankful for. Or share what you're most thankful for. And I do think a lot of families do this tradition. So um, one of the things which historically probably did not happen, but which is like said to have happened at the first Thanksgiving, um, is that uh, people were giving thanks for a particular thing, for like a good harvest or whatnot. Um, and at some point, it became a tradition to like basically go around the table and say what you're thankful for yeah and it doesn't have to be huge it could be something small it could be like you know i'm thankful for my new job i'm thankful that our baby was born healthy you know i'm thankful that i got an a on my test you know yeah just the little things that matter Yeah. yeah little things that you really are thankful for um and it depends on the family like what kind of things you're expected to say like, um, I know there's uh, some families out there where, you, like, you can't say you're thankful for a thing. It's like you can't say I'm thankful for my new car. You know, it, you'd need to be – it would need to be something that's actually got, like, some emotion behind it and not just an object. Sure, yeah. I, 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 could, I, can, I can get behind that. That seems like a fun thing to be doing. I mean, and I mean, you know, usually if children are involved, some of the thank yous are interesting. (laughs) Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. (laughs) You know, like, I'm thankful for my puppy. Um, I mean, at least least they're thankful for it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Stuff like that. It just depends on the family. Um, I will say I think a lot of families do that, um, especially if there are children, because it's kind of a nice tradition for kids, especially to say something they're thankful for. Um, Especially if you use it as like a teaching moment to explain to them that we're saying we're thankful because we have so much 
as opposed to people who maybe don't have, you know, as good a living situation as we do, that kind of thing. I think a lot of families use it as sort of a teachable moment in that way for children. So that makes it partly why it's such a big tradition. As you get older, it's like, uh, you know, like I remember doing it at like my college Friendsgiving. Oh, that's a thing. Friendsgiving. (laughs) Um, Um, A lot of. Okay. uh, I wouldn't say a lot. It's not uncommon now for like friends to get together and do a little mini Thanksgiving with each other. And they'll call it like Friendsgiving. Sure. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Especially in like college and stuff where you're all together at the dorms or whatever. Like I did it in the dorms and I did it with my friends when we rented houses by for college and stuff. We would do little Friendsgivings before we went home for Thanksgiving so that we all got to hang out with each other and have a big meal. Um, but a lot of I, like personally, at least at my Friendsgivings, we didn't really do um I mean, we kind of did the, like, go around the table and say what you're thankful for. But, you know, it was just amongst friends. So we didn't require that it had to be something super emotional. No, no, it's just... But it's a, it's a nice way of spending time together. I like mm-hmm. that. That's fun. Yeah. Uh, no such thing happened at my uni. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I guess that was the, the halfway point. So I guess we'll... We run into our mid-roll, and then we'll be back with you in just a second. Sounds good. All right, everyone, welcome to the mid-roll, your favorite. Yeah, everyone loves it. Everyone <laughs> does. Definitely. Um, so I want to start off, like usual, talking about World Anvil. Um, World Anvil, for anyone who hasn't checked it out yet, why haven't you, is an amazing website, and it's an amazing tool for campaign building and um, game management software. There's so many features present in it that I, you can't even list them all. I'd spend the rest of the episode listing them all. Honestly, there's so many things you can do, but it's incredibly robust and has a lot of options and it can be used either if you're a game master trying to flesh out the world for your players or as an author trying to flesh out the world you've created for your audience. Um, in either case, you it basically allows you to make a very comprehensive and complex wiki of the worlds that you have created so that your players or your audience can go find that information and look it up and locate it all and read through the articles and like the backstories and things that you've created that maybe haven't come up yet, but they're amazing. And we definitely recommend you check it out as worldanvil.com. You can sign up for free. The initial membership is free. There's no charge. And then later, if there's features that you want that you need to pay for, you can sign up for a guild membership. They're constantly adding new features. They're constantly fixing bugs. They literally have an update like every week of new things they're rolling out to make it always just constantly better and more impressive. I can't even say enough good things about them. Worldanvil.com. You should definitely check it out. Absolutely. Uh, other people we think you should check out are the lovely fine folks at Castle Die Hard at dieharddice.com. As the name might suggest, they they you know they have quite a bit to do with dice. They got many different types of dice. They originally specialised in their own metal dice, which they created the moulds for. Which they've got their Spellbinder series, which they do call a lion, and their multi-class D20s, where you can change the two halves and they magnetically click together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love their dice, we've loved them for ages, they've got great accessories like their scroll of rolling, their little metal meeple counters for uh, t- uh, tabletop games and all that good stuff. 
they have got just so many great things you can find on the website. They have free shipping domestically in the US. Uh, mm-hmm. They have uh, discounted shipping for international uh, listeners like myself. Uh, right now, they if you use the code Dice Dragons, you actually get fifteen percent off during uh, the holiday sale, which is a slightly more than what our normal code does. So that's really cool. Yep. So yes, if you definitely are in the market for new dice, you're looking for a new character to for that kind of thing, we absolutely recommend them. We've loved them for the past couple of years now. They keep getting more and more releases and my wallet hurts every time mm-hmm. uh, but with this it hurts a little less so yeah you can head over to dieharddice.com and yeah if you want to roll with the best uh, you know where you go and now we'll get back into the episode for the last five on this list for thanksgiving all right welcome back yeah welcome back to the thing that okay, doing. So i think it's your turn it is. Oh boy, I know a lot about this. Watch an American football game. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's um is that really a tradition? <laughs> uh yeah, it really is. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Um so this is one of those ones where I mentioned I have to make explain it. Um so American football uh is very different from international football. International football, for any of our listeners who aren't aware, is here in America called soccer. Yeah. Uh, what you call football is actually called hand egg. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, in some areas they don't play it and it's called rugby because <laughs> yeah, they rugby. have their own it's version. Just, I mean, it's, it's similar enough, yeah. I have never seen an American football game. I have no idea what the different rules are. The rules are I, strange. I know that you have to get the ball and run, mm-hmm. I think, yeah. and the ball looks like an egg, kind of. You're <laughs> correct on both of those counts, yep. Those are those are uh, two factors. Um, so it, foot, American football is uh, the most popular sport to watch here in America, um, and they've been playing games on Thanksgiving all the way back to 1876. Um, because friends and family would get together and like, you know, play amongst each other. Um, so it is a tradition. Uh, there are some families who actually do play like a family game version of it as their Thanksgiving tradition. They'll play like, uh, touch football or flag football. Um, (laughs) so touch football basically means instead of tackling each other, you just have to touch the other person to, to have it count as you getting them. Um, there's, uh, I'm trying to think of how to describe this for non-American listeners. Um, so basically one of the things you do in American football is tackle each other to the ground. Whoever has the ball, um, the opposing team tries to tackle them to the ground and stop the ball from getting to the goal. Right. Um, but in like friendly games of it amongst like family and friends, it's very common to play either touch football where you basically just like push the person a little, you don't actually tackle them or um, flag football in flag football. You're usually wearing a belt, like just a cheap belt that can be cinched and sits on your hips. And on each side is a Velcroed um, flag of some color. Usually you have two separate colors, one for each side of the team, like one for each team. And basically, the opposing team tries to rip the flag off of your belt to indicate that they, quote-unquote, tackled you. And then you have to stop. 
So um, it that is very common. And it there's always, always at least one or two, probably more than that, but I don't really care about American football. I don't, whatever. I'm not a sports ball person. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but there's, there's pretty much always a Thanksgiving Day game of some kind. And it's not uncommon for a lot of families, even if they're not like hardcore watching the game, again, to have it on in the background. And maybe there's a couple of people watching the game while other people are talking. That was that was something my family did quite often is a couple of people, usually like my grandfather and um, a couple of the cousins or, or my a couple of the, my great uncles and stuff would be sitting and watching the game, kind of half watching the game, half listening to people talking and catching up with family. But yeah, okay. it's a very but common thing. Background, background noisy kind of thing. Background noise, but also people actually do watch it. And it, it depends on the family. There are some families who are super into Thanksgiving Day games. Um, and there's also some families where, like, they don't necessarily care a ton unless a team they care about is playing. Sure, that makes sense. It's also very, very common for college football to have games on that day. So sure. even if you don't care about, like, the professional team that's playing, you might care about the college game team that's playing because it might be, like, your alma mater or whatever. Fair enough. Right. But, yeah. Uh, and next one is, oh. <laughs> oh, well. See, now this is uh, where it would have been good for me to pay more attention and read ahead on the list um, yeah. more than I did because <laughs> the next one is be grateful for Friendsgiving. Oh dear. So I kind of I kind of already explained Friendsgiving. Um it is a newer tradition, but especially nowadays where people, you know, it's not like back in the 1800s or whatever when Thanksgiving was happening in small communities where, you know, you had it with your family not only because you're wanting to spend time with your family, but also because you literally live next door to your entire family. Um Nowadays, there's people who live across the country from their families. And in some cases, um, you know, eh, unfortunately, this probably won't surprise you. The U.S. is notorious for not giving a lot of time off <laughs> compared no. to a lot of other countries. No, don't say it's true. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. That, that, that was terrible. Yeah, the U.S. is absolutely notorious for it, like the maternity leave here in the U.S. versus in a lot of other developed countries is just ridiculous, to give an example. But um, one of the things that that gets rolled into also is um, certain holidays. Depending on the industry you work in and how big the company you work for is, there are a lot of companies that do not give a lot of time off around Thanksgiving in particular. Christmas, it's more common for things to have more time off. Again, it depends on your industry. Um, my industry, veterinary medicine, and a lot of other medical industries don't do a lot of closures during the holidays because people still get sick. Cats and dogs still get sick. Yeah, things yeah. still happen. So we generally close like the minimal amount of days. I have, I have Christmas Eve off this coming year, and it is the first time I've had an entire Christmas Eve off in 15 years. Well, okay, other than times I'd requested Christmas Eve off. Um, but, like, in terms of the hospital I'm working at actually being closed on Christmas Eve, this is my first time in 15 years that this is happening. 
that I've been working in the industry because my previous hospital, we were always open a half day. Sure. Now, barring the ones where it was like it fell on a day, the hospital was usually closed or something like that. But like in terms of it's a work day and the hospital's actually closed, first time in 15 years. And that's not uncommon in the veterinary industry and a lot of other industries for things to either be open like partial days or even full days, depending on where you're working. Um, grocery is another one. It's very yeah, common. Grocery, grocery stores will be open quite often at least a half day on the eaves and stuff like that. Um, for Thanksgiving, it's even worse because like Christmas, Christmas and Christmas Day – Uh, Well, Christmas Day is a a national holiday and people are always, you know, things are always closed. People don't expect you to necessarily be back to work right away, that kind of thing, depending on what you're doing and where you're going. Um, Especially if your family is across the country, if you ask for time off at Christmas, it's more likely to be granted. Unfortunately, for Thanksgiving, that's not always the case. Um, For Thanksgiving, because it falls on a Thursday, it's very common for people not to get a lot of time off. Sure. And, and um, does Black Friday just have to? And Black Friday shopping. So anyone who works in retail definitely is going to have trouble getting time off. That's just the way it works. It shouldn't so, be how it works, but it is. Yeah. So Friendsgiving has become more of a thing because you, you, you know, the friends you have wherever you're living, especially if you're really far away from your family, you'll have a Friendsgiving with them, especially if you can't actually go back to see your family. Or if you have a friend who's got relatives nearby, you might end up going to their family's Thanksgiving. Like my brother's college roommate did that. He came and hung out with us many, many years in a row for Thanksgiving because his family was all the way down in Southern California and it was too expensive for him to go down and have to come right back. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, stuff like that. Okay. All right. So next one, run a turkey trot. <laughs> uh, yeah, those are pretty common. It's it's basically run just a five k run. Uh. Okay. So. Yeah. Okay. So you do like a a fundraising run. Mm-hmm. That makes total sense. Yeah, it's basically just a me. fundraising run. It. Usually, it benefits like a food bank or something. That makes sense. Yeah, with the holidays uh, I, I like and stuff that. coming. Yeah, there are definitely people who would find that fun. I would not, <laughs> but all right. Yeah, me neither. Proud to you. Um. Okay, and then the next one is shop till you drop on Black Friday. As a retail worker, I hate all of this. <laughs> I hate it. I mean, I don't work in that kind of retail. I work uh, in food service, but even still, no, no. Yeah, so Black Friday, for anyone who's not in the U.S. and doesn't know what it is. <laughs> uh, I will say, while you're despairing over your pets, uh, Black Friday is a thing over here now. It's transcended uh, continents. See, and that I find but, very but that, strange. But it's not, yeah, it's not the same. I've seen what your Black Fridays look like or what they have historically looked like, and it's not like that. We just have sales that go on for like a week or two around around that time. And they're, they're, they're okay sales, but that's about it. Yeah, so Black Friday, uh, I don't remember when it started, but over here it's become one of these traditions where 
the day after Thanksgiving, there's huge sales and the sales that particular day will be even more discounted than the normal sales over the holidays. And so people go absolutely insane. They just go insane. Like there's, it hasn't happened recently. I don't think I'd have to look, but there's definitely stories from like back when I was in college um, of people getting trampled during Black Friday because people were so desperate to get to a particular item that they actually got trampled trying to run into the store. It's insane. Um, my brother and I did Black Friday shopping a few years when we were in college and stuff. And we always, we weren't there like right when stuff opened. We didn't care. <laughs> we don't want to get run over. We're fine. Um, we also, yeah, we always started with Best Buy. Because Best Buy does this thing where for their Black Friday shoppers, everyone they make everyone line up and they go down the line and they give people tickets for okay. the items they're in line for. They're doorbuster items that are like the really big deal sales. Yeah, so it's like, what, which of the items do you want? Right. So it's first come, and first serve. It, that's always but, been the case. But instead of having people try to trample each other to get to the item in the store... It's first come, first serve, and they'll give you tickets for it so that you don't have to run across everybody. Yeah, and they will have them in a place that isn't just easily accessible for people to run at them, basically. Mm -hmm. that, that, that seems like an intelligent thing. Yes. That seems intelligent. Yeah, but there's a lot of stores that didn't... I, they might now, but there's a lot of stores that didn't do it that way um, back when Black Friday really was becoming a thing. And so my brother and I were like, nope, not going there. And we just always stuck with Best Buy as our go-to for the beginning of the day. Because by the time you get to like later in the afternoon, people have calmed down. It's always everyone, the, the people that are always crazy are the ones who are trying to get to that like big, big ticket item that's majorly on sale, like first thing in the morning yeah. before they run out. If you're people like me and my brother who just wanted some extra good deals for Christmas shopping, it's not worth it. Don't do it. No, no. Um, I... I, I don't like the strain that it puts on retail workers who already work. There's also that. Pittance. Yeah, like, it's it's unfortunate, um, because especially because, like, I don't know what it's like over in the UK. Over here, Black Friday hours have gotten worse and worse and worse in terms of what it does to retail workers. Because initially, Black Friday was just, like, they'd open maybe an hour early or so like an hour or two early in the morning of the day after Thanksgiving. And now there's some stores that will try to open at like midnight. So basically people who are trying to have a nice Thanksgiving dinner with their family and stuff have to eat food, say, hi, I love you. And then go home and take a nap before they have to go back to work. It's stupid. I just got nothing to say. It's yeah, no, it's it's awful and I feel bad for retail workers. That's actually one of many reasons, not the least of which uh, it's not the least one even. It's just one of my many reasons for no longer really doing Black Friday shopping. Um I do Cyber Monday shopping though. Is that a thing well, yeah, over there too? Um it's definitely become more of a thing. Like it's it wasn't a thing, but they both kind of migrated to the same kind of I mean it time. makes sense because you have like Amazon. Like Amazon yeah. is a US is a US company and they have Black Friday sales and they have Cyber Monday sales and 
despite the fact that they're U.S. based, they do have they're, they're outlets they're in they're other right. countries all over the world. Um, you know, they're everywhere. And so um, it doesn't surprise me that, like, Black Friday sales and Cyber Monday sales have, like, trickled out to other countries. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's definitely become a much bigger thing Mm -hmm. over here. I I like the idea of Cyber Monday. I have to... I just basically look at things as, like, okay, is there anything which I actually was looking at on sale? No? I do that, too. Like, I, I I, I understand it can get really... You can get really pulled into like some of the really good sales. It's like, but did you need it? Were you thinking about getting one anyway? And if the answer is no, you're not saving money. You're just spending less money than you could have been spending on something you didn't think about. You. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion on the thing. Like, I sure, don't if you, with you are actively looking at things and you have things like you've been that you're waiting to go on sales to get them, awesome, makes sense. But if you're not, then yeah. Um, so yeah, the last one, uh, which is a good one, I, I, I like this, it makes sense for Thanksgiving, is the uh, giving back, mm-hmm. which we've already talked about a little bit with the turkey trot, as that would go to raising funds for things, for other things, uh, and yeah, it's good, you know, uh, helping people wherever you can, like in soup kitchens, stuff like that, making sure people who can't afford to feed themselves get fed, uh, yes. giving back whatever you can do, like canned foods and all that kind of thing, food drives, and uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a very common thing for people to do a lot of um, canned food drives and, you know, pet food drives and things like that, um, depending on the uh, the person and what they want to do. But yeah, it's it's pretty common. Yeah, uh, I think it's a great thing. Like, uh, it's definitely always worth giving back if you can. Obviously, a lot of people, like especially retail workers. Like, they're not going to be able to give back in the same kind of way, but donating food cans and stuff like that, mm-hmm. or, you know, like, convincing, like, like, stock that's maybe, like, going out of date to be donated and stuff, because, you know, like, they, the dates on the things aren't, that they aren't ever the thing that actually matters, because, you know, they always like to give them a, uh, which, you know, I guess that's maybe not a thing. Do they give, like, a couple of days leeway on that kind of stuff over there? Like, it says it goes out on this day, but it probably will be fine that day or the day after. It depends on what it is. Oh, alrighty. Either way, though, canned goods is always good. Mm-hmm. Non-perishables and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's all. So, yeah, get back in whatever way you feel comfortable, especially with COVID being how it is. Um, you know, like, it, it is still, we're in a still, we are still in a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yes, things are getting better. But I know a lot of people are still scared about that kind of thing. So yeah. how, how you can if you want to, and if you can. Well, and there's a lot of people who will do, like, actual money fundraisers of some kind as well yeah. and then donate the money to various causes. So there's... Like sponsored silences or, like, hair cutting and that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, the, the whole premise behind it is basically, like, Thanksgiving is supposed to be a time you give thanks for everything you have and the people and loved ones in your life sure. and everything that you have that you know you're thankful to have so it's not uncommon for a lot of fundraising to happen because people want to give back to others who don't have as much to be thankful for it's a nice tradition i do like that one yeah uh, i feel like that one's probably the nicest one list Mm -hmm. and i yeah i can totally get behind that um but yeah that's that is the whole list and 
we're only like like 15 minutes over. Yeah, that's pretty good 20. for us, honestly. Yeah, yeah that's pretty good. Um, so, that's oh. a root car. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, um, we hope you all have a good Thanksgiving. We celebrate it. I don't. I'm sure you guys might. <laughs> we never would have <laughs> guessed. Oh, dear. What gave it away? The English accent or my contempt and sarcasm? <laughs> <laughs> mm, both. Yes, both. <laughs> Either way, uh, we do, uh, genuinely, if you celebrate time with your family around here, that's the most important thing that you can be doing. So, yeah. yeah. Enjoy it. Get back if you can. That's always nice. Uh, we'll be back at some point with a new episode. It'll be in December at this point, though. That'll be, that'll be fun. Yes. Yeah, our next episode will be in December, and we'll have to figure out what we're going to talk about. Yeah, we're, we haven't planned for the festive season this time. We need to just get on that. <laughs> anyway, it's very late for, for both of us in in our own pers- uh, perspective time zones. Mm-hmm. It's very early for me, but I work nights, as I might have said before, so it's still late for me too. Um, all right, uh, we'll see you again very soon, and hope you have a wonderful time doing whatever you're doing. Yep. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Geek Thyself. Don't forget to check out all the other amazing content on the Nerdsmith Network. If you have any questions for either of us, you can get in contact with us on Twitter at geek underscore thyself. You can also email us at geekthyself at nerdsmith.org. And please don't forget to go to iTunes and leave us a review or also go anywhere you listen to your podcasts. We'll be back next week with another informative and fun episode. And until then, don't forget to geek thyself. Mm